I know Dorsch is a part of the show, but he's not here tonight. So oh, it's so just we get the be... night off. Yeah, so we get the night off of Dorsch. Why are you taking out the? Why are you putting this microphone in front of I'm, me? I'm uh, plugging in the microphone now, and I'm turning on the power. No, but uh, Dorsch isn't here. Like, surely when Dorsch isn't here, we don't have to do this. I mean, Dorsch doesn't have to do this because he's not here. But uh, we did. We we are contractually obligated to do this um, weekly content. So Wait, since when? Why are we uh, not a part of these well, negotiations? Porsche actually, it wasn't a negotiation at all. Porsche sent over a letter um, saying uh, Porsche is still alive. Somehow, yeah, he fell off a cliff, but he's uh, he's still alive. Um, a metaphorical cliff. Yeah, he hit rock bottom. I remember. It is just occurring to me now. So when I'm not here, you yeah. still do this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, when you're not here, we still have to record. Wow. I have to. Uh-huh. I'm waiting for the day when both you and Dorsch are not here. Whew, that'll be a an interesting one. That actually sounds very fun. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, well, you know, while we're here, let's uh, let's record. Uh, I'm, no, turn that frown I, upside down, Leo. Well, but I had plans. Bring your. Was it with Idris? Sorry, was it with Mister I E? Mister I E, the gunslinger himself. Of course, it was. Okay, all right. You gotta give me a little, a little bit of insight. How how is this? And for <sighs> for any listeners who are just well, joining in, Leopold Bordeaux has a new boo. Uh, his first name starts with I. His last name starts with E. You do the so math. For for the listeners who are just <laughs> joining in on episode sixty something, sixty four, and and have no context for who I am, it's significant to you that I am in a relationship. I'm not a sexual being. I'm a romantic being, though still, and still feel feelings of love. Uh, I, I don't like to put a label on it. I'm just a weird guy who does stuff. Uh, but, um, but yes, I, I'm, I have fallen for, uh, well, <laughs> I'm getting a signal that I need to clarify. I'm not asexual. I'm just not a sexual being. Again, I don't, there's nothing really, there's no words really for what I am. If, if you had to describe my sexuality I think it would be more in the realm of art freak than than asexual. I think I'm just not I don't empathize with humans well. I don't make good eye contact. So, uh these are all factors that I think have led to me and also I've lost my penis in Iraq. I lost it in a garbage disposal. Uh but the point is I am now in a committed monogamous relationship uh, with a with a gentleman uh, mm-hmm. that I I'm very much fond of. Uh, I don't want to tell you who it is because he's a public sort of figure and people know who he is and it would just cause a whole thing. But uh, last week I believe I revealed his initials because Grant revealed his initials mm-hmm. um, R I E. And let's just say that we met because I was looking for someone, as you all know, part of uh, the contract that I've signed with uh, 
Fantasticorp includes the the caveat that I am no longer allowed to wear scarves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've seen me experiment with uh, ascots. You know, as well ascots, uh, uh, pain collars. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that time, that one noose by accident, <laughs> and I've been looking for replacements to scarves, and I've found. You know, what if, since I cannot wear scarves anymore, mm-hmm. what if, you know, I look for someone who can wear my scarves and can, yeah. and, and, and the one thing I didn't realize is that there are a lot of people out there more aesthetically beautiful than I am. And I didn't really realize that until I started looking and, um, because I've always just assumed I'm as good as it gets, and I'm close to it. I kind of got that slender man body. Mm-hmm. I got uh, long fingers, tall. I wear I wear the cronk end seam, the uh, thirty one waist, sixty six end seam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, but yeah, so I I was looking for scarf models and scarf enthusiasts that I could you know try things out on and 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 you know lend lend my scarves and all all, all these things. Um, and I see a lot of people, a lot of people online are suggesting it's Ike Eisenhower. And uh, so you can stop emailing at or cruise control at, is it cruise control it's, at Gmail? It's cruise control podcast at gmail.com. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we still have not received but a single email. We, we probably shouldn't keep <laughs> saying that because it's going to make people not want to email us. But I know it sounds. I know Grant says that we've not received a lot. I've been receiving a lot of emails. Oh, you're receiving them and just releti- reading and releting them. You're reading and deleting. I'm them? reading them and deleting them because they're vicious rumors that I'm dating Ike Eisenhower, and it's not true. Um, but let's just say this gentleman that I'm dating is a very handsome scarf enthusiast. Now, I I saw you know we were looking at some tabloids last week, and I I forgot to mention this, but. The back page of People Magazine had a had a picture of you, and I, I don't know how you got in here. Um, had a picture of you and a cardboard, uh, like you know, you know how, like a, just the shape, the outline of a man with a big question mark, and the big the headline was, "Il Epicino." Well, that was actually, um, that's actually a, a restaurant. In, oh, okay. So in, they just the, they saw you at Il Epicino. Yeah, they saw me at Il Epicino. It's an Italian restaurant. Uh, it's actually, um, uh, well, it was a restaurant, I should say. Okay. Um, it we we had been there a couple of times. It was one of our favorite spots because of the unlimited breadsticks. But mm-hmm. uh, we had sort of run into um, this problem a couple of times where uh, they would say they would show up and they bring the food out in those like big silver with the big silver lids over it, you know? And they'd pull that off and half your meal would be gone. And they'd say, Oh, I'm sorry. That's nothing. Um, I'll get it back to you. And it's clearly, they have a ratatouille situation. Yeah. Uh, going on there where these rats are preparing the food as chefs, of course. Mm -hmm. And, but then they're rats, right? So they smell these foods and then they just eat it. That's oh, sure. the part that they leave out of ratatouille. Is that they're that... 
that rat was on that rat was on some adhd medications that kept it sort of its appetite sated and also able to focus like that but they tried to ratatouille this restaurant didn't work out Mm -mm. health department swarmed in shut the place down almost immediately i heard Um, the fbi were called on them the federal bungee investigators they yoinked everyone out of the kitchen Ah, uh, they, there was some yoinkings. I heard, I, I heard a customer accidentally got yoinked. It's not me. Don't look under this hat. I might've, uh, it's, I don't have a big bump, big cartoony bump on my head. I, cause I would never get, I wouldn't get yoinked again. Okay. Why don't we get started on this episode? Huh? Why don't, why don't we, uh, why don't we so, pull this ripcord? So if Dorsch isn't here, then who invited the guest? No, actually Dorsch was on guest duty this week. Yeah, so if Dorsch isn't here, then we won't have a guest, right? And so we can go home? Uh, yeah, I thought I mean, Dorsch I... I thought Dorsch did it every week. No, no, Dorsch has done it maybe. I think Dorsch has done it more than you. Um... No, that can't be right. <laughs> um, yeah, then yeah, sure. Let's let's pack let's pack things up. Let's let's do a quick intro to this podcast and then we'll, we'll we'll wrap things up. Uh, the cast has gone home in the cruising control. Welcome to Cruise Control, the only podcast where we dive deep behind the camera here at JMP Productions, colon, a fantastic corporation. My name is Abraham. No, it is not. My name is Grant underscore underscore underscore. Uh, that's right. You know me from... Did you forget your name? No, I was thinking of my great, 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 great grandfather. He's been on my mind recently. Um... Uh, uh, my name is Grant underscore underscore underscore. I am still contractually... Why would, why would he be on your mind recently? It was his without, birthday. Without revealing who it is. Yeah, it was his birthday I thought recently. that was in like the winter, right? Um, He has a lot of birthdays. Is President's Day not his birthday? No, I don't think so. No, his... Huh. um, Yeah. I uh, thought it was like President's Day was short for President's Birthday Day. No, President's Day is Washington's birthday. Um, so they just kind of threw Lincoln in there too, and they were like, "All right, these are the two that whoa, everyone whoa, whoa, agrees whoa, whoa, on." Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't say his name. Oh, sorry. Uh, they threw. Uh, well, I can I can say his name. You. Oh, can't that's right. Say Here, let name. me just put this scarf around my neck. Take it off. Take <laughs> it off. I won't say the name. You've crossed the line. Take it off. All right. All right. Well, that's who I am. I'm in charge of props. I'm in charge of. Uh, janitorial duties and i am in charge of constantly fixing this broken wall uh now i'm gonna pass it right over to you mr uh leopold bordeaux costumes wardrobing uh uh art department specialist uh former scarf aficionado um and i was um well, I was going to say fixing the printer, which I've been doing since before the wall was even an issue. But um, now it feels a little played out that we're all fixing stuff. So I guess this week I won't work on the printer even at all. Oh, no. I mean, this when I say fixing this wall, I just no, no, mean, it's fine. I'm I'm I, I'm not I'm trying done. to step on your your toes. That was completely unintentional. It's just people keep Kool-Aid manning through it. Well, I've so. been telling you we need a wider table. Yeah, yeah. I can like feel your breath on this table. It's it's not good, Grant. Is it? Am I that? Am I really that close? Don't lean in. Don't lean in. It's you're making it worse. Can you guess what I ate for lunch today? 
Why would I want to do that? No, get away from You know, I mean, I'm just asking if you can. And and yes, I can tell from the broccoli in your teeth that you Clams and broccoli casino. Clams and broccoli is casino a dish? Clams casino. What is what is clams and broccoli casino? Mm, I'm glad you asked. I genuinely don't know what this dish is. Clams casino is a clam on the half shell. Uh, it's you know a dish with with uh, with breadcrumbs and bacon. Green peppers are also a common ingredient. It originated in Rhode Island in the United States, and it is often served as an appetizer in New England and is served in variations nationally. And one of those variations is clams and broccoli casino. Grants, if you guys are wondering, Grant's eyes rolled back into his head as he recited <laughs> all of that information from memory. Uh, and also, uh, uh, just just so you know, clams for lunch, weird move. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so we I guess, don't have a guest. So we no, can we, just go we don't have now. a guest. We're we can done, just wrap this up. Yeah. Um, uh, it looks like there's a week's worth of traffic up ahead. So click off of cruise oh, control. Hang on. And- hang on. Someone's what? at the door. Um, what is this? What where is, is this coming from? I don't. I don't know. Dude. Is this getting piped in from the? You can come in. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, he's walking inside. Okay. Oh. Hi. Hello, sir. Hello. That is a. Uh, oh, he's telling us to wait. Oh, he's. He's giving us a big wait sign. I think he wants us to wait out the end of the song. Oh. Okay. A presidential aide, a little intern wearing a purple shirt, just ran up to me and gave me a button that says Jimmy Carter 2024. Thank you so much. Carter. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. It's former president Jimmy Carter. Yes, that is me, everybody. Thank you so much. Dorsch got a guest and it was a president? Yes, I, I I got an email. Or, you got uh, a, oh, you got an email from Dorsch? I got an email from the Muscranian ambassador to the United States, and he asked me to come here and to make a whistle stop tour stop right here in this studio. Uh, and so uh, he said, I won't be there, but I want you to talk the hell out of these two uh, folks. And so I'm here for that. Uh. Uh, wow, Mr. Oh, Mr. Carter. Okay. Well, thank you for for gracing our small podcast with your presence. Uh, your president Leopold. Your presidents, even. Uh, my my name is Leopold Bordeaux. I do costumes here. This is Grant. He cleans the bathroom. Leopold, so uh, good to meet you. And now that's a where are you from, Leopold? Ooh, good uh, question. I'm from I'm from oh, all you're around. from Dubai, right? No. I I've spent time in Dubai. I my ah. father was an oil tycoon, loved Rachel Maddow, and uh, I I spent time kind of all around. But uh, I've settled right here uh, in the town that JAMP Productions is headquartered. Cole, I, live, I live a half an hour away by very wide car, mm. uh, and uh, it, it, it's just such an honor to meet you, sir. I. Again, I never thought I would, you know, meet a former president, let alone the coolest one. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, I will say you don't look good. Well, whoa, you know what? That's you know what, Ulysses <laughs> coming out swinging. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I I didn't vote for you, so oh, you voted yeah, you, for you were... four. 
or Reagan. No, I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive at that, or I wasn't a voting age at that point. So, oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. Well, you know, not what the lines in your face say, Grant. I'm called the <laughs> rock and roll president. Uh, Were you actually? I thought. Is that a real thing? I genuinely don't know. Uh, well, I know that a Rolling Stone article about me came out calling me the rock and roll president. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, that makes sense. Rolling here's Stone magazine the, Here's the thing, and, and I want to preface the next 30 minutes or so. Of, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, Quiet uh, down uh, back there. Quiet down back there. Hey, sorry. guys. Quiet. Whenever I Just bring up moment. music, whenever I bring up music, they decide to keep going. Oh, that was heard... not a cue. Oh, they I... said it again. So, so even when you say things that are M U S I C adjacent, like Rolling Stone, guys, <laughs> it's even. It's just they're over the age of ten. They can they understand what spelling is. I know, but I figured it would kind of curtail the. I assumed it was muscle memory that was telling them to play because. <laughs> Anyone with ears would know that it's guys. So even the word guys, play, <laughs> guys, guys, we're gonna need. I, can you please leave the room, please? Thank you. Okay, Thank you. Give me a second. Just give me a second. Uh, j- uh, just take a rest outside. <laughs> take a beat. Take a rest. Um, they're already out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Leo, what were you gonna say about the next thirty minutes? Well, I was going to say, just for the course of the next 30 minutes, uh, Mr. Carter, I, I sort of know you as a cultural figure. I I don't know the ins and outs of policy. I'm not a presidential right. historian, right. A- a- any of that stuff. So if you make references or whatever, I'm going to have to take them at face value, right. which may play well, but it also might not. <laughs> Well, I always say that I'm I was a better former president than I was a president. You know, I did not win the Nobel Peace Prize while I was in the presidency. I built it uh or I won I I, I won it because I was building houses. You know, cuz my yeah. daddy was a peanut farmer and I was a peanut farmer. And when I won the gubernatorial race, of 1972 in Georgia, I took a, a handful of peanuts and I ate them shells and all around the steps of the Atlanta Capitol building. And uh, did you just not have time to yeah, shell them? Like, what was the, the urgency of that? Well, you know, back in the 70s, we. <laughs> this is a funny story. When you opened up a disposable camera, you had about 10, 15 seconds of go time before the film would sort of be ruined. Uh, so I had to just scoff them down very quickly. What At does least that have those... anything to do with a with a peanut, though? Well, I had to eat the peanuts quickly for the photo shoot. Oh, okay, gotcha, uh, Mr. President. I don't know who wh- where the misinformation came into this, <laughs> and I hate to be the bearer of bad news this late in the game, but I'm assuming just no one has told you because it's easier not to tell you, but. When you're taking the photos, there's no urgency. It's only when you're getting those photos developed. So it would be the process of taking the photo. You can take as long as you like to eat those peanuts. But once you once you are ready to, de- to develop the photo, 
once you remove it from the camera, the film from the camera and expose it to air, it'll ruin the already taken photos. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I don't think that's true because during the OPEC oil crisis, the energy crisis that some people would say took down my presidency, that in the Iran hostage crisis, uh, I we did an experiment where we put disposable film into a nuclear reactor, nuclear, excuse me, and we <laughs> we took pictures so that we could generate enough energy to make the United States uh, energy independent. Uh, and I just want to remind all the American people tonight uh, that uh, turning your thermostat to 55 degrees at night and 65 degrees during the day uh, will help us get through this crisis. It's going to be cold. That's too cold. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but you're going to be. You're yeah. going to get through. That's like going to make you sick. <laughs> that was my recommendation in my crisis of confidence speech. That I. Uh, I I don't know about that because, it, wouldn't don't you then have to? Aren't you then using energy to cool your house rather than? Yeah, just let it be room temperature or whatever. Well, I'm talking about in the why cold not just turn nights. it off? Well, oh, you can't cold have, nights, yeah. you have to have fresh air blowing in, and especially <laughs> if you live in a concrete cube as I do uh, now, because I'm allergic to so many things. Uh, I Is have that to have, true? Uh, y- yes, uh, I have to have <laughs> fresh air pumped in uh, from uh, the outside and filtered. See, again, that's a thing that I feel like I shouldn't be taking at face value, but kind of have to. Uh, Mr. President, you you did say, though, that you've been building houses. Uh, uh, Did you build this house for yourself or or are you? I did not. I did not. I hired some good, headstrong, armstrong peanut farmers from Virginia. And they came up and they built it. And they were strong about it. And when you it, say it built it, a concrete, a concrete cube. cube. They yeah. built my concrete cube with a stone door. <laughs> Have you guys ever played that game Minecraft? Uh, I, I've, my, I've actually I've, never played it. I've, I've, I've heard and seen a lot about it, but I've never played it. I dabbled a little bit. I, I've watched my niece play it. They said they, they showed me what the house was going to be in Minecraft. And I said, this is the future. Well, you know, now that I think about it, it was kind of an army of 12-year-olds that built my house. Uh, well, Grant, Grant uh, you recently told me you, in watching your uh, your your niece play Minecraft, mm-hmm. you asked Who I've talked about many times. Yeah, you, t- you, you, you asked for skincare tips. Yes. Uh, in, in reference to Minecraft, which is... Famously, very blocky, very grainy. Yes, I had a sort of figures. We had uh, a photo shoot at the hardware store where, where I had my my prop showcase. Which thank right, you for right. coming to, by the way. I actually was there. I just I had gotten tangled up in some of the props and I couldn't see. Yeah, well, we had a photo shoot there. I I did take a look at the spread. Uh, I thought I looked great. I was very angular. I uh, the the makeup that was applied to my face. Um, it it looked. I mean, it looked rough. I I got I, I I was cut on my way over to you, and I tripped on a mop, and I got tangled up in some sort of apparatus. And uh, but you, it, it did look. Your skin has never looked 
look more cracked. Well, no, it really it really looks green and almost camouflage like. Yes, that's the word I would use. Anyway, sorry. You know, uh, I was once looking green when I was when I first stepped foot on a PT boat in the Pacific in my tour in World War II. And was I that st- because you were new into the army or because you were seasick? I was seasick. <laughs> and someone came up to me and they said, Jimmy, well, they had they were a Yankee, you know, so I can't talk like this. They said, Jimmy, <laughs> take these here peanuts and swallow them like pills, shells and all. And I did. And it, I vomited those things up very quickly, but I was never seasick again. Now, I, I want to ask you a question, Jimmy. Can I call you Jimmy? Of course. People call me Jimmy, Jim, James, Mr. Carter, asshole, bitch. <laughs> All different kinds of things they call me. Rock and roll president. All right, bitch. Um, what did Dorsch tell you this was? I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, did... Are you aware? And what did she tell you he was? Because <laughs> yeah, to well, this point, he's not mentioned to us, his two closest friends, anything about his service as an ambassador for Moose Uh huh. Yeah, said, that's news I think to me. The only Moose Cranian I've ever seen enter the United States, other except than for Porsche, our lawyer. Yeah. Well, it's he's a very a small boy, country. It's a very small country with beautiful landscapes. I visited many times during my presidency and during after my presidency. Yes, we actually went a couple episodes ago. We uh, did. We, we I don't listen in. to this show. I'm sorry. So I no. Know yes, you, that. you wouldn't. You're you're he's way too busy. You're a busy man. Yeah. Um, and I love the country, and so I got an, an email from this your friend Dorsch. An email, uh, and huh. uh, and he said that he was the Muscranian ambassador, and that uh, to, uh, I had to start reaching out to the youth early and vigorously, which is why I'm here today on your radio program. Okay, and you're sure it was an email? I'm pretty sure. All I know is that I opened up my mailbox and uh, there was some minute. There's a printed page, and I said, this can't be right. No one does printed pages anymore. It must be an email. So so it was a, so it was a physical email, a, yes. a physically tangible email. What it, what, what it looked like was someone had typed up an email and then printed the screen and then folded that up and sent it my way. So, so and Mr. Mr. Carter just... Mr. President, for a second, you could call him Mr. bitch, Mr. President. I, w- bitch, I would bitch asshole, never... rock and roll president, rock and roll president. I think I'll call you, Mr. Rock and roll president. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you saw this printed out email, was the typeface on the email sort of the standard typeface you might recognize, or did it look almost how do I say this handwritten? Hmm. Well, that's one of those, Leo. Not on your life. (laughs) It had these like mechanical lines on it. They were blue, and they had a red stripe down the side. Let me guess: three-hole punch on the other side of the red. There were three holes in it, which is how I knew it was Moose Cranian. 
Yes. Well, <laughs> that's that's sort of the now it's sort of a toss up because in the yeah. United States, that's what we just write on. We, right. It's what we put in our binders, etc. But in Moose Crane, in the brief time I was there and the time I've spent with our lawyer Porsche, that is what they put in printers. So now I'm confused. Well, it- and as someone who is struggling to fix a printer myself, uh, it, it's 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 really frustrating. I don't know where Dorsch would have even printed this. We don't have a functioning. Yeah, printer. true. I'll and tell you. Certainly doesn't have I'll one tell you what we need to fix. We need to fix this country. We need to get it back to what it should be. Which is what? Which is a land. When Thomas Jefferson originally founded this country, he said, I want it to be small farmers, a small republic. And I think every man has a right to dig his hands into the dirt and reach up and have little worms squirming out of the dirt. And he grows something with those two hands, like. Hmm, uh, what could a man grow? What, uh, <laughs> what would Jimmy Carter want a man to grow? What, what kind of farmer? Corn? Maybe? Uh, 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 corn nuts. He would corn want a man nuts. to grow corn nuts in his backyard, have something for himself. And then maybe one day he could be president of the United States. Uh, Mr. Carter, I'm sure you've talked about this a lot in... All of the things about you I've not read. The 96 but, <laughs> years of experience. Exactly. Of um, and you don't look a day over 94. Mm-mm. Thank uh, you. M- As I said earlier, Carter, you don't look good. Well, I have fallen this, twice this year. And, well, and, and that's not even counting the time since you walked in here. <laughs> oh, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, one of your cavalcade trumpet players kind of barged into you and you ended up on it's the It's one of the dangers of traveling with a cavalcade. That's <laughs> Am very... I saying that wrong? Am I crazy? Is It's a cavalcade, right? No, it's cavalcade, right? Oh. <laughs> it might be spelled cavalcade, cavalcade. I have no idea, but I've no, always No, it's spelled cavalcade. cavalcade. Thank you, right? I'm not, <laughs> I'm it's not like, crazy. It's like in my Sunday sessions, my Sunday school sessions, I always say, you know, some people pronounce cavalry, Calvary, but Calvary is the cavalry. What? Carter, twenty twenty four. Just remember that. I I I had a hard time because I went to I went to middle school in Calgary, so the cavalry mm-hmm. unit was a little tricky for me. That that phonics right. unit. And and as we know, I went to a half British, half American school. Oh right, you did. So I'm very familiar with cavalry, uh, as there were there were horses everywhere in the the Queen. Well, that's cavalry. It's still cavalry. It's not the British don't say cavalry. Cavalry is the hill on high where Jesus Christ died, and as he was being crucified, he said, "By God." We will. I, I will make energy independent. We're going to liberate the energy once and for all. Make it free. Put it into I, the ground. Let it grow some for itself. how Christian you were. I'm excited about that. I it, love yeah. God. I love God and Jesus more than anything. Well, that's... I mean, if you're a Jesus guy, that's probably... 
you know, where you want to rank him, right? (laughs) Exactly. You don't want to be a Jesus guy and rank him like 10th on your list of favorite guys. You don't want like Belushi ahead of Jesus on your list. Well, I guess that might be where I went wrong is that during my presidency, I put Secretary of State Brezhninsky above above Jesus. Uh, And that's what led to a ranking. I remember you you were campaigning. Um, and again, I didn't vote for you, but I, I do remember reading an article saying you you wanted to campaign with Jesus as your vice president. I did. And I did for a very short period of time. We wrangled up several men named Jesus. And uh, well, uh, well, I think they were probably they, not pronounced Jesus. But yes, I see. What well, you're that's how it was written. And I'm a simple, <laughs> I'm a simple man. You know, Leopold, I want you to know I'm a very simple man. You know, I don't, I don't read big books. I don't say big words, but I know one thing is that I was a better former president than I was president. I I would have to agree with you. Um, Jimmy M- Carter, Ms. 2024. Thank you so much. Mr. Mr. Rock and roll president. So yes. you're running again. Mr. You want, Bitch. you want to, you want to. Uh, another term. Yes, I do. You want another bite at the apple? Were you Absolutely. a single-term president back then? I am. I'm from 1976 to 1980, or 1977 okay. to 1981. Um, then go for it. Yeah, you can legally be president again. You, I think, yeah, you, yeah, I say, I say, go for it, man. Because what's the difference between me and Joe Biden? I mean, listen to There's our two really, voices. Really? <laughs> Maybe ten years. Well, listen and, to our two voices. And, and and Big Oil's hand up his ass. <laughs> listen to these two voices. I'm Jimmy Carter. I'm Joe Biden. Very similar. I just well, played yeah, two sound bites. Yeah, because you did both voices. Okay, no, well. No. You mouthed along to two separate. You showed us two clips, but you mouthed along to both of them. Yes. I'm Jimmy Carter. I like to have a peanut butter jelly sandwich whenever I'm in times of trouble. The same person. You see? It's, it is uncanny how much I'd rather have Jimmy Carter, I think. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's shocking for sure. Um, it, it, you you do a lot of impressions though i've i've heard i yes. actually i am an impressionist actually uh that's something i picked up like, in my like former the painters present. or like the the like com- comedic style of- like the comedians yeah now okay. if you could um here here's one just like a baseline do you have uh maybe a go to like early mid 20 year old uh college student voice what? Let me see. Now that's, that's not really. Of... <laughs> I think impressions are typically more specific than that, and I genuinely don't know what you're. They're typically famous people, but when I do talk to college students, I always put on a special voice. That's sort of like what you described. Hold on, let me see if I can piece it together. <clears throat> hey, everybody! It's great to be here. Uh, I, of course, wow. am President Jimmy Carter. And, uh, you know, I, I want to talk here about the crisis of confidence, right? Wow. Incredible. 
And so that's my impression of, of sort that of... That guy a, sounds like a college improv championship winner. <laughs> he is. He really is. And that's he's your a, character? Well, yes, he is. Well, because I'm trying to be with the kids, you know. Well, because I do the same thing, too, when I have to speak to children. Sometimes I have to go to, like, events like that, and I try to pick... Right just the coolest guy who has the most sex and try to embody that. Yeah. And clearly that's what you're doing with your college kid. voice Is like just the, the most cool personable stud kind of guy who, who just tears it up at college and is, is going to all the parties and sleeping with all the women. Well, actually he has a bit more of a complicated backstory than that, (laughs) but uh, he is. Uh, I do think he's a he's a fine gentleman. Uh, All right. That. If, if you want to hear more from him, I, I'd I'm love happy to, hear, to do with that character. I'd love to hear more of his backstory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, let me see if I can recall it while I get into the voice. Yeah. See if you can. We'll we'll give you a second to really get into character. And if there's anything costume wise, I can whip up for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Same with props if you need. You. If you what need about a hand a, prop? What about a graphic t-shirt? Do you have a graphic t-shirt? Oh, I have this Grateful Dead t-shirt. I have, uh, that's probably not quite on brand. Oh, I um, think it could be. Yeah, I could see him wearing sort of a graphic tee of, of an artist that, a revolutionary artist that he'd annoy people at parties talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, like a, uh, just off the top of my head, Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Or, I, we, I, I have one of those here, actually. You know, Bob Dylan actually came to visit me on his 1974 tour. He came down to Atlanta and talked to me for a while. Uh, and because I talked about Maggie's Farm, that was uh, the speech I, I mentioned that song when I announced my campaign back in 76. Oh, of course. Oh, all right. And do yeah. you have a. Do you perhaps remember what he said to you? at that time what because i mean you're such a master impressionist well bob is a hard impression to do but i'll see if i can do it um hey mr president it's good to finally meet you uh well no his voice wasn't that gravelly at that time uh he was more you know man i really like what you're doing uh talking about my songs and everything Oh, I love that because wow. it's it's just like his singing, where you can't tell whether he's talking or singing. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, and I think that's I personally a don't find his voice remotely appealing. Well, you get used I like to it. it. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. It's like a it, it. He he kind of sounds like if somebody like put uh, uh, Billy Joel in the dryer and they weren't supposed to. <laughs> You know, Piano Man, I actually played that song as I was boarding the helicopter and leaving the White House. I played <laughs> Piano Man. Wow. Yes, a song, Mr. Piano Man. Piano Man. <laughs> oh, nice, Leo. Oh, um, all right, well, I've been, I've been, I, since I got all these t- T-shirts, I've been working on the impressions. Yeah. Um, all right, well, Jimmy, do you have a, uh, maybe a... Yeah, what gen- other impressions do you have? Do you have any maybe, other impressions maybe like you've been a dying gen- to do? A De Niro, maybe? Oh, I do Everyone have a De Niro. De Niro impression. I do Everyone have a De Niro. Everyone has a De Niro. 
And well, this is Robert De Niro we're talking about, right? Yes, of course. Yes, not Joshua. Because um, I, I have a pretty good Joshua De Niro. Your Joshua De Niro is is after credits stingworthy. I don't know what that means, but... Oh, oh, in terms of the edit. Yeah, uh, Gavin will put it in, in post. Uh, okay, well, here's my Robert De Niro, right? Um... Now, now imagine you've just been had a gun pointed at you by a crazy guest on your talk on your comedy talk show <laughs> that you, Robert De Niro, host. Okay, sounds good. Um, that show must have been so funny, by the way. Oh God, yeah. Because <laughs> the movie was so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you guys talking about uh, talking uh, about uh, what's what it called? It Taxi called? Driver. Yeah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so Robert De Niro, that's um. Hey, what? I uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm walking here. I, I am walking here. Hey, what are you doing? That does sound like just like Jimmy Carter trying to do De Niro. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, well, that yeah, because I am Jimmy Carter and I am trying to imitate Robert. Exactly, De Niro. yeah, that's mm-hmm, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can uh, do. I mean, I can do so many impressions, but they're all the people you guys wouldn't know. They're all secretaries of states and Department of War people. And try all us, try us. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Richard Nixon's always a fun one to do, isn't he? <laughs> and, oh, uh, I, we wouldn't know who that is. Nah, I mean, I've heard the name. Something Tricky about Dick a- Nixon. I heard, oh, 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 that, okay, oh, oh, the, the, the crook, the crook, yeah. Well, he was, well, I'm not a crook, <laughs> you know. Is that what he said? Because he, I thought we were all in agreement that he was. Yeah. Well, he said that, of course, but then, you know, he, he resigned right before they could kick his yeah. ass out of that, uh, the that's White tough. House. Whoa, Jimmy Carter with the swear word. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, but, one of your one of your trumpeters just placed a quarter in a jar. A lot of quarters oh, yes. in that jar. I you do have a, a swear, swear jar. jar going in the hallway. At least I do there. have a swear jar. When I fell, it filled up about half of that jar because uh, <laughs> I said a lot of expletives at that moment. Uh, I broke my hip, and it was unpleasant. But I got a new one. You would not believe what we can do here. You know, when I opened up, when I continued Nixon's talks with China in the seventies. I didn't know they could make genuine products like this, but my new hip is, uh, I'm proudly sponsored by the People's Republic. Yeah, China <laughs> has come a long way since uh, since you're, you were younger. We love China. Oh, yeah. I'm a big China supporter. I love China. I say we should crush Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in I any took, event. <laughs> you know, we've been having a lot of fun here, but I like to put more in a serious note right now. Oh, please, know? yeah. And that is, uh, Ronald Reagan's favorite food was M&M's, and I think that is the worst candy, you know, because he didn't even put the foundation in the M&M. He just, wait, no. George the- W. Bush's favorite candy was M&M's. Yes. Uh, Ronald Reagan liked jelly beans. Ugh, those are the worst. Yes. Well, well, it... 
But but here's the thing about W. He was just plain M&Ms. You know what I'm saying? He didn't put the foundational thing in those M&Ms. Let me get real, let me get real close to you. The foundational thing that comes out of the ground that sprouts, it's a root that you can just dig up. Put right in the middle of a peanut and cut it in half, put that damn little thing in the middle of it. And you know what that thing is? In a peanut M&M? I'm going to have to guess a peanut. It's a peanut. I was about to say that. I was definitely, I was about to say peanut. You guys don't have to get so close to the mic. I was just doing that for dramatic. Well, no, I mean, we, we can all, we can all take a turn doing something like that. My mic stinks. It smells, <laughs> it smells. Leo, we should, uh, we should change that pop filter on have your mic. You been, well, no, I think it's, have you guys, Grant, were you using this mic earlier? Because it smells like clams. <laughs> yeah, like for a different project. Do you have others? Yeah, I was. Um, I, I was doing a a an audio food review for Clams and Broccoli Casino, and my microphone. I wanted to keep not stinky. Okay, well, this one reeks. So next week we're switching microphones. Mm, why don't Why don't you just use Dorsch's microphone? Because this is my microphone. And you deserve to get the clam microphone. If you use the clam microphone, you deserve the clam microphone. Fine. Fine. Next week I'll use the clam microphone. But you don't get any clams. I didn't want any clams. That's You know, you know once at a White House state dinner, I asked for clams <laughs> and they, they shot that swamp rabbit that no one believed me about. <laughs> what? This is... This is another one of those things that, again, I'm not a presidential historian. I have to take it face value. Well, what was this? Here's the thing. I was in a canoe in Camp David, of course, where the famous Camp David talks happened. And I solved Israel and Egypt forever. And now Israel is not in any <laughs> conflicts whatsoever. Mm. Okay. We should and, tell him. And uh, it's another uh, thing I've been exposed to a lot of hot takes on. <laughs> You seem to be hanging around some interesting people. If there's one thing I know, it's that Rudy Giuliani is a rat. He's a little rat, and I hate him. Yeah, but how can you hate someone whose name is Rudy? I hate what? him because I think well, he's a you rat. Like peanuts are root. Ve- anyway, um, they're, they're certainly oh, not root peanuts, vegetables. Peanuts are not root vegetables. <laughs> they're are they? legumes. Yeah, famously. Mr. Bitch, um, I, I don't, I don't like calling you that. That's that's rude, Mr. You president. Call me, you can call me Mr. Rock and Roll President. Sure, Mr. Rock and that's Roll President. I still genuinely cannot believe or understand how or why you're here, but I'm on a whistle stop tour. I already said that because I gotta go for the root of it. You understand what I'm saying? The root. I like to get real close when I'm trying to make policy decisions. Real close. Like a peanut. The peanut is the closest thing to God. Because it grows up also high. sort of smells like peanuts. That's Mr. because President, I use peanut cologne. Oh, that'll do it. That's I got peanut oil okay. and I'll smother my whole body in it. <laughs> oh, actually... 
one of your one of your trumpeters just collapsed in a anaphylaxis. You should. Uh oh. <laughs> does does the trumpeter? Do your trumpeters have peanut allergies? Sorry. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Stop it. He will live. He will live. I mean, I think it sounds like they think he should live. I think they're reminding because they'd be playing taps if he was dying, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, 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 oh no. God. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, one of the other trumpeters is rifling through his wallet, pulled out a... Trying to, trying to take a... my hat off, but it's too elaborate. <laughs> oh, wow, Leo. That is a... It. A big bump under your hat. I'm so nope, sorry. Nope, it's not. It's it's just my how my skull's always been. Okay. Well, yeah. One of the trumpeters is rifling through the. the, the Will you two shut the, the fuck up during taps? <laughs> a man has died, and he will be buried in Arlington Cemetery like really, a real they buried, man. They buried cavalcade uh, yes. members in Arlington now. Yes, they do. Okay, this is bad timing. <laughs> This is very bad timing for that. And you know it's yeah, guys, bad timing for that. I know we weren't super respectful, but this is actively disrespectful. Yeah. You guys I, will, I will say it sounds great, even though you don't have your full band. It does sound great. Full band. It like sounds you, as if they're right here in the room with us. It does, yeah. But, Mr. Carter, you... Uh, oop, what was that? Sorry, there's an advertisement playing on a truck moving by. <laughs> Um, Mr. Carter, uh, you you must have some other whistle whistle blow stuff. What did you call them? Okay, now this is just rude. This is yeah. This is a closing time song. Yeah, hold on, everybody. Close. Stop that now. Right, you look, can't play jazz around me. We're wrapping up. All right. We're, um, we're trying to get him out of here. Yeah, Mr. Carter. Um, you must have. He, in other... fact, he's the one slowing things down. <laughs> Mr. Carter, you must have other stops on your your tour that you you need to get to. We really appreciate you being here, Mr. Oh, President. Oh God, of course. Yeah. I love standing on but... the back of a. I love in my imagination standing on the back of one of them cabooses, and talking to the crowd with my hat off. Well, well uh, you should go do that then, because yeah, we, we actually I have to go home. Yeah, and I need to eat dinner, um, and that's true. Um... <laughs> I also have not eaten anything. Guys, come on. <laughs> I got some pizza before the show because I'm a professional. And then I drank uh, two beers during the show because I'm a professional. I can't believe that Rush Limbaugh lets you drink a beer. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like His there is a is week's pissed. worth of traffic. So click off of cruise control and we will talk to you next week. Well, I can't believe it's over.